What is up, New York? It's the Big Rig here. What's up? It's been a while. Um, had some technical difficulties. I'm, I should have it all straightened out by now. Uh, we're going to, you know, I had a, some mixing board issues. And, you know, I do this from my house. And it's kind of, when things go wrong, I can't generally access things quickly. So I have to take breaks and, and fix things and sort things out. And uh, the whole everyday hour is getting a little grueling. So uh, we might cut it back down to um, maybe a two, three hour, uh, two, two one hour shows per week or one two hour show or one three hour show, depending on how it goes. <clears throat> We're going to try and see what we can do. But three four seven nine eight nine zero six three five is the number to call. I'm your big rig at the big rig show. Follow me on Twitter if you want to ask any questions. Now, this week, this past NFL week, including Thursday, to Sunday for New York football has been an atrocity and I'm sure everyone is sick to their stomachs on what happened in both games, the jet game and the giant game. And I really don't even know where to start because both games you leave feeling like you got gypped at some way, shape or form and not so much with the jet game, the jet games, they did it to themselves. The giant game. I mean, come on giants. We're going to talk about this a little later. I don't want to go too much into it because there's just a plethora of things we can talk about on how bad the Giants did this, uh, on Sunday with the Patriots. And <clears throat> to be able to hold a team like that to what, what they did and not you have your, your foot on their neck ready to just take them out, and you can't do it. And the Giants have been in that position for <clears throat> the umpteenth amount of times this year. It's a little ridiculous now. So I don't really know – how the Giants are going to, you know, because when you look at a good playoff team and a team that can do some damage in the playoffs, you look for the ability to beat bad teams and those close games that you're not supposed to win, get the win, get the victory. Now, the Giants have not been able to do that all year. They, if they, they should have three more wins on their, on their record right now, including last week, they should have beat the Patriots. Hey, it, it, and th- I've been seeing this for years and years and years. The Patriots have been doing that to everyone. They always come back. I mean, fourth quarter, Tom Brady is one of the best around. So <laughs> you can say what you want about the Patriots. They just find a way to win in the end. And to lose in that fashion and not get one stop, it- it's just unbelievable to me. It-, it really is. So we're going to talk about the Giant game, but first we're going to talk about the Jets. And because it happened first and – to me, it was a, a way worse loss than the Patriots-Giants because the Giants weren't supposed to win that game. They weren't – you kind of – you kind of like a Met fan after after that win, after that loss, rather. You, you, you felt like you weren't going to do anything this year, and then when you started doing something, the expectations rose, and then not only to falter in the end. And that's pretty much what happened on Sunday, unless it was, you know, it was just over one game instead of the entire season. But – you know, you, you thought you were going to lose. You went into the game thinking you were going to lose. Now, over the last, since 2007, no one's been, no one has not lost to the Patriots but the Giants. So, with, with that said, I kind of had a hunch the Giants were going to do good. And, you know, they haven't lost since 2007 against this team. Getting to Sunday, going, best team in the league. I, I don't think we're going to win. Start playing the game, start unfolding. Eldo Beckham with a huge big play. When's the last time we've seen a big play like that on the Patriots? Never. And I'm telling you what, 
Spagnola is awesome. He has that guy's number. He really does. Now your offensive coordinator needs to rethink on how he operates because, you know, towards the end there were some questionable calls there, and we're going to go into it. Um, so we'll, we'll decide what we're doing with that. Jets happened. I mean, <laughs> your, your gift, they wrapped it up, put a little bow on it for you, and did whatever they can. And I don't know what happens. You just you just totally go off the deep end. I'm getting calls right now. People want to talk. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. 347-990-635. We'll be right back. Give me a call. Talk about it then. Big Rick here, three four seven nine nine zero six three five. Follow me at the Big Rick Show on Twitter, and uh, we're going to talk about the Bills and the Jets right now. And uh, what a heartbreaking, what a heartbreaking way to go 
into this next week. The Jets were in place to go to six and three to distance themselves from the other the other people in the division, the other people in the wild card, and and totally bury the Bills, bury the Dolphins, and we just can't do it. We can't put the dagger in ever. And being a Jet fan for X amount of years and being a Jet fan and all the Jet fans know because uh, you, you know, survived the, uh, the apocalypse with almost every team that you've ever seen. Uh, this is what you expect. And you think you have a new regime. You think Todd Bowles is going to be the answer. Now, with Todd Bowles being said, Todd Bowles is a couple of reasons why we lose games. Uh, and and make games more interesting than they have to be. His, I, he, you can tell you're seeing the rookie come out of Todd Bowles right now, and rookie head coach. I mean, he is not making calls that are relevant to the game. He does a lot of things that are you leave scratching your head and you're wondering what Todd Bowles is, if he's going to get better, if he's going to start progressing because. If you look at other coaches, you look when you look at evaluate players, you evaluate how they progress throughout the year and how they, you know, adapt to certain situations. Now Todd Bowles is not adapting to any situation right now. Todd Bowles is costing us games, so he's got to learn. He's got to do a, a way better job, okay, of managing this team, managing the timeouts, managing the play calling, managing the defense, because it seems when we're getting things going and. Tyrod Taylor cannot move the ball. He's getting pressured. We're blitzing. We're doing what we do. And then all of a sudden, he just lowers the pressure and lowers everything else and, and starts, you know, calling weird timeouts. And a, Chris Ivory runs the ball for eight yards, and then you throw the ball three times and can't get a touchdown. You muff a punt. The Buffalo Bills muff that punt. And... We can't capitalize. They gift wrapped it for us. The win, they gift wrapped. They weren't coming back. We were going to stop them. Tyrod Taylor had 158 yards passing. What is he doing to us? Nothing. We took a backup quarterback. Like I said last week, Tyrod Taylor is a backup quarterback. We took him and we made him what he was. 17 for 27, a buck 58, one TD. What's that one TD run? I mean, just talk about missed tackles and not being able to cover over the middle of the field. I, I haven't seen the Jets lose too many big plays down the sidelines. Yes, there's been a couple, but it seems the majority of our plays that we're losing have been through the middle of the field. So that's your safeties. That's your linebackers. If you're playing, you know, kind of covered with your, with your linebackers and stuff, hey, listen, we got old dogs there. We know that. We have some new ones, but we have some old ones too. Molden has been playing really well. But Harris, Calvin Pace on the outside, these guys are old. And, you know, they can't really cover people. And you're asking them to cover tight ends. You're asking them to cover check downs. You're asking them to cover slot receivers sometimes. When you do that, hey, you're going to get burned. So why not, you know, make a few other blitzes that you have them blitzing instead of your, you know, your strong safety, your free safety, where they're a lot better in coverage. Hey, I know you want to disguise it, and that's what teams try to do. They, it's all about deception in this league now. And it's all like you cannot – a receiver, you can't touch a receiver. The pass interference calls, it, everywhere you look, uh, that giant game, hey, Patriots got a lot of calls against them, which was shocking. You know, They almost looked like they were a normal team and not the Patriots. We'll go into that later. But 
we made this guy. I mean, McCoy had 112 yards. Hey, you let up 112 on the ground. You still that's not you know overly the state the standard used to be 100 yards a game. Now it's kind of risen a little bit over the years. To be an exceptional running back, I feel you need to be 150, 140. Okay, 112 is not the average, but it's not you know holy cow this guy ran all over us. No, they weren't moving the ball at all. He did have a five nine average, which is exceptional. Carlos Williams had seven for twenty four too, but you let Charles Clay get the best of you, and you know what kind of guy he is. You know he's going to do that sort of thing where he's going to get behind the you know behind the front front seven and make a play and extend it, and that's what Charles Clay did to us. LaShawn McCoy, we, we were going in the top rated defense against the rush and against the rushing the uh, receiving yards from the backfield and McCoy McCoy exploited us in every way shape and form there's nothing you can do about it Fitzpatrick hey he didn't play bad he really didn't um the the play calling and the coaching is what cost us this game uh there's a few other things that you know could be mentioned and stuff like that uh the fumble, you have a new a rookie there, and I understand it's his first time. He didn't do it in college. He didn't hasn't done it all year. We lost Cromartie. You know, Curly. Curly's usually the guy that does it. I don't know why he wasn't doing it. Um, but he fumbles that that, and it's just it's just back to back turnovers and points. You you let up ten points in like what was it fifteen seconds, something like that. It just it, my, it boggles my mind how they do it to themselves every time. And the turnover ratio between the Bills and the Jets over the last couple of years is astronomical. It's like 13 to 1 over the last four games or something like that. You, you lose the turnover battle, you're going to lose the game. And that's what happens. A Decker, you thought, was going to be a bigger factor. Uh, he, I guess he did good. Six. Six reception, 85 yards. I mean, one TD. He did have that nice catch. It was good. Uh, B. Marsh was silenced. Uh, Rex pretty much took him out of the game. He got targeted a lot, though. And I think that Fitzpatrick is almost using him as a security blanket. Like, listen, when when stuff's not there, just throw it to B. Marsh and see what he can do. And it's going to burn you more times than it's going to help you. I mean, he's a great receiver, but he can only do so much. Uh, Ivory was pounding the ball all game. He almost had 100 yards, 99 yards on 18 carries. Seeing the old Chris Ivory come out yes, uh, on Thursday, which is good. I mean, you want him to get back to his original playing strength was, you know, that maybe the hamstrings not bothering him as much or the quad. He's starting to pound the ball again, which is good. That's a bonus. But to be gift-wrapped, that ball on the 13-yard line and not score. And you should have just pounded the ball. If you're in four-down territory. Now, another thing, you're in four-down territory twice. You go for it twice. You lose it twice. And you lose the game by five points. What's that? Now, I, I did not – at the time, I did not disagree with Todd Balls. I'm not going to sit there and say that I should, thought they should have went for the field goals. But hindsight's twenty twenty. You're looking back towards the game, and now you see that those six points could have won you the ball game. 
Oh, hey, we did, and you know, we didn't have um, Nick Polk, so we had a Bullock who was a, a relatively new kicker for us, and he did, he got cut already this year. He made a twenty-nine yarder. It was two for two, a lot better than Quigley kicking, but you don't know what kind of kicker he is. You don't know if Todd Bowles had the confidence in him to kick the ball, which is kind of like a, you know, a cop out if you think about it, but he's an NFL kicker. He can make some field goals, especially at that distance, give him the ball, lose like that. And you'll have a little less criticism coming in out of the week, but the jets, I mean, this coaching staff play calling. Now, I haven't had a problem with the play calling all year until this last game. Okay. The, Chan Gailey has done a, a pretty decent job in my eyes over the last nine weeks. And on Sunday, to not pound the ball to Ivory there and with five minutes to go, five minutes, you have a, an eternity to, to win the game because they're, get, they're getting the ball back. They're not scoring. They are not scoring. The defense was fired up. Tyrod Taylor was running for his life all game. I don't know how many times he got hit. And yet we sit there and we throw the ball with a guy who who can't really throw the ball. I, and especially when they're, they're, you know they're going to be playing you tight. You know, you're, you're not taking shots at the end zone. And when you did take a shot at the end zone, you got picked by your own player. And, and everyone on that Staff that this team you throw to him, you throw to a guy who's caught one ball all year. It, it boggles my mind. Now, we don't even know if that was supposed to go to Decker to the other dude. It boggles my mind where that ball was going. I don't get it. I don't understand where he was throwing that ball. Now, he still could have got it. Davis still could have got it. It was like within a fingertip reach. If you look at the replay, if he didn't get picked by Decker, Kellen Davis gets that ball. And it's a touchdown. Which is and then now we're they're heralded as heroes. We, you know, set up the parades. We're six and three. We we're 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 going to the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. But instead, we're just another jet team. Three four seven nine eight nine zero six three five is the number to call. Follow me at the Big Rick Show on Twitter. Be back after this.
back at the Big Rig Show, 347 is the number to call. Follow me at the Big Rig Show on Twitter. And we're going to go into a little bit of Giants football right now. And the Giants should be ashamed of themselves on how they played on Sunday. Not for the fact of the first, you know, I don't know, 59 and a half minutes, <laughs> but for the last 30 seconds of that game. Uh, I mean, going from back to where the Giants had the ball on the 10-yard line or whatever it was, and they came, and they should have punched that ball in. They should have punched the ball in instead of kicking the field goal. Now, Eli stayed in bounds. Yeah, I kind of, you know, it was kind of weird to me at first when it happened, but then I realized that, you know, he was trying to keep the clock running and stuff, which is a good move. But Odell Beckham misses that ball in the end zone up top, and Dwayne Harris can't connect on the bottom. So they kick the field goal. Uh, Eli rolls right, can't get it through, stays in bounds, clock runs, kick the field goal. Patriots come back. And they just start throwing the ball through the middle, moving the ball slowly. And then Tom Brady unloads one downfield. <laughs> and the dude has the interception. He has the game one for the Giants. This is the ball game. And he can't hold on to it. He landed with the ball in his arms. Ball game over, Giants win, and just seems to go, like, numb and lets the ball just trickle out over his side. How How is not more people talking about this? I, the, it was a Griffin. I, seriously, if you want to be an NFL player, you got to make that ball. It's right in your arms. You win the game. There is not many plays other than your, if you're a kicker that you get to seal the deal on one play of a game. And they did it, and they could have done it, and they didn't do it. So the Giant fans, I would be sick to my stomach after that game on Sunday. Like I said, you didn't expect to win. No one thought you were going to win. You came into the game thinking you were going to get your doors blown off of you, but you play the Patriots stuff. He's had Spags back. He knows how to guard the Patriots. Someone should take a playbook, a page out of his playbook, and use it because he knows how to defend that team. And he, hey, listen, they still scored. They still scored on you, 27 points. But they've been doubling teams. You put up 26 against them, which I believe is the highest amount all year. Your, your offense can score. Dwayne Harris had a huge game. Beckham had a huge game. Your receivers, Ruben Randall, caught some key passes. But – you couldn't get the job done when you needed it done. The Giants, hey, listen, uh, now, I just want the Patriots to win out for the rest of the year because I just want them to distance themselves far away enough so we can be left alone and they can beat the teams they need to beat, except when they play the Jets. But I, I don't understand how you have the game won. You, you could have buried them. Anyway, in the in that fourth, you know, you're out 26-24. You had four of that. You have 30-24. It's just still, in the, you know, you got you, they got to go for a touchdown. And to go for a touchdown with that minimal time of it, they weren't going to do it. So you got to get the ball in when you're on the 10-yard line. Same thing with the Jets. They, they almost had the equal amount of games this week. It's like linear kind of game. And they both lost. I mean, we didn't lose in dramatic fashion at one second on the clock like the Giants did. But, hey, both teams are not good teams. The Jets are not a good team. 
the Giants are not a good team. They're going to lose games like that. Hey, they kind of played the, the, the Patriots the same way too, where you're losing with, you know, under two minutes to go. You lose the game. Giants had a little bit better. Giants should have won that game. When the big plays come up, you got to score and you got to make the big play. And it was on both. The offense should be at blame and the defense should have been at blame. Now, I thought that, that field goal was hooking. Those going to hook out and the Giants were still going to win, but that's just not, not not how it works. The Patriots are just not that kind of team. They they when when they need a big play, they get a big play. When the Patriots lose, they usually get their butt kick, butts kicked throughout the whole game. It's never like you know, they're hanging around. And when you leave them hanging around like you did on Sunday and within one score, they need to be past the one score. They need to be past that one score to, you know, just be buried because Tom Brady gets off his game so fast. He really does. And when he does that, you got to take advantage of it. And he kind of had him. You were getting to him. You were rushing him. Edelman got injured, which is a big – it hurts them a lot. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. But with Edelman getting injured, and Gronk was kind of silent the entire time. He's a big boy, that that dude. And he's hard, he's a hard player to match up against. And the the Giants did a good job of matching up with them. You can't say they didn't. They played the, they played the game very well. And I really I really thought they were going to win. I had the Giants. Believe it or not, I had the Giants money line. I was pissed when that that kid, that 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 field goal came out. I was like, "Come on, don't do this to me again." And you know, it it always happens. It always happens. Gronk is always around that dude. Even when you think Gronk has a has a bad game, he has a good game. Five receptions for one thirteen and a TD. I mean, twenty two point six average. That dude is just unstoppable. Where you got burned is Amendola, and especially Amendola on that last play before the um, before the field goal kick. If you tackle him where he catches the ball, it, he doesn't make that field goal. There's no way. That's another thing you should look at. The missed tackle, well, it wasn't a missed tackle. You just let him get by you. When you let him get by you like that, who knows what's going to happen. He gets he gets the extra seven yards he needed to put them in field goal range and to finish the game with one second on the clock and score. So the Giants, you should be sick to your stomach. Jets should be even more sick to your stomach. You're both bad teams. I don't see you doing anything if you do make it to the playoffs. And you just blow smoke up our butts. Year in and year out, the Giants can win. We all know that. They won two Super Bowls in the last, what, 10 years. Jets can't do anything. I don't know why I root for this team. They're just going to keep on losing games to Rex. And Rex thought he won the damn Super Bowl on on Thursday night. Jumping around like a two-year-old. What a clown. I can't believe I like that guy. Well, I used to like that guy. But, well, anyway... That, that's my thoughts on the two games. We're going to go into it. We're going to talk about a little preview this week. and if, if they even deserve a freaking preview, these two teams. Uh, a little short show today. I had to get my stuff, make sure it was working. I didn't want to commit myself to an hour just to make sure, you know, all my stuff was back in, in, in working order. I'll be back tomorrow. Talk about the Giants. Talk a little bit more. Take your calls, 347-989-0635. Follow me at the Big Rick Show on Twitter. Um, and uh, it was a bad, bad weekend for New York sports. Near football. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. 
Okay. Well, just as long as I'm I'm still fat, I guess it's good. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good show today. See you tomorrow.